0: All right, some really cool technology. We'll get to that momentarily. Also, coming up at 348, I got Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets for you. Look, I, I know it's September. I know. The weather's still very nice. I'm not trying to wish away this. I'm not trying to get to snow. But look, they're coming to Little Caesars Arena December 23rd. You need to plan accordingly. So we're giving them away early So that you can make those plans, we'll give those away coming up at 3:48. Mike's in Sterling Heights. He's got the the last word on this Kamala Harris issue. Hey, Mike.
1: Hey, Chris. uh, A little bit on Kamala, or Kamala, whatever you want to call her. But uh, uh, you know, yeah, I'm I'm not surprised that she's not doing good as far as because she never makes any sense. Kind of like me. I don't make much sense. But my biggest Mike, you're a genius.
0: I love you. Let's do this thing. (laughs)
1: No, my biggest thing was why weren't you at the Tucker Carlson speech in Utica this weekend?
0: I wasn't. I couldn't be there.
1: I, it heard, it, the I, I heard it was. I heard and it was you, packed. No, it wasn't. There was a thousand people there. They shut it down. It was the Rinky family that brought it together and got him there. They tried to shut it down. Ticketmaster would not sell their tickets. Nobody would sell their tickets. Okay, so they shut. They tried to shut it down. But the biggest thing is, you made a comment earlier about gretchen or not so much gretchen but michigan losing jobs and that's what tucker said and i don't know if you know this about tucker he married a woman from michigan and he comes here all the time mike what's the what's the point of this well, I'm just telling you, you know, just, to, but Tucker was, he was awesome. He's just like, the point is you, you'd had to be there. I can't even go over all the the points that he made about Michigan. And, you know, he travels this state from up north to Detroit, to Sterling Heights, he's all over this state. And then on top of that, he says, I interview a lot of people and ask him, did you vote for uh, Mrs. Whitmer? And he can't get anybody. He can't find anybody in the state that voted for her.
0: I, all right. I mean, I if you're going to a Tucker Carlson event, you probably didn't vote for Gretchen Weber. I, I no, I appreciate the call, Mike. Thank you. Um, you know, when you're getting ready, you, Brian, you you had and had a surgery, you had your knee replaced a year ago now?
2: Yeah, about a year, a little over a year.
0: Yeah. It's a that's a obviously an intensive surgery. You're 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 there's there's so much that goes into that. Um so the planning process, I have to imagine, is pretty extensive. I would think absolutely, especially right? if you're the surgeon. Sure, if you're the surgeon, if you're if you're planning a surgery for anybody, you want to make sure that that you know. And, and again, knee replacements at this point are right. they, they do a pretty good job with them.
1: Absolutely right, and and,
0: and there isn't a lot of variables in that part of the body. surgeries that are more complex. The more information you have, the better ahead of time the better I would imagine the surgery would if go. If you're dealing ultimately. with a heart, if you're dealing with the brain. Absolutely. If you're dealing where there's a lot of important components in a small area, in a small compact area, the planning process is everything. Making sure that every nook and cranny is accounted for or every, at, at every turn they could expect to see X, Y, and Z. It, the planning process for surgeons is, is so in, incredibly important. And now there is a new technology out there. It's an augmented reality technology that's being used to help surgeons not only diagnose particular issues, but then as they go in for surgery, they're really incredibly prepared because what what they see is they get these scans of, let's say, the heart. You get a scan of the heart. It can go 3D. You see it in front of you. Remember the movie Minority Report with Tom Cruise where they're just pulling up all these issues, uh, all these uh, these this information, and they're sorting it through and kind of spinning it around? It's the same thing here. You're, they're seeing these 3D images. They can turn it. They can look at different fragments of it, and they can zoom in and out. It, it makes things, and hopefully when you're dealing with complex surgeries, it makes things go a little smoother. Wei Dong Chen is the CEO of Eagle Crest and Fong Ko is the founder and chief scientist and they join us here on JR afternoon. It's great to have you both. Uh Weidong, let's start with you. Um, in terms of the the uh, kind of the the process in which this was created. How closely did you work with doctors around the country, around the world about the need for a technology like this? What did you hear?
3: Hey Chris, uh, first of all, thank you for having us. And, uh, you know, I'm privileged to work with Dr. Koh and as the CEO lead of the company. But the founding of this company is, uh, you know, baby of the Dr. Koh. So and he has been working closely, very closely with a lot of neurosurgeons. So I just like him to drive this question. Is that OK?
0: Absolutely. Dr. Koh, I'll punt it to you. When, when, when you were coming up with with this technology, how closely did you work with doctors and what were you hearing from them?
2: Okay. Hi. Good afternoon, Chris. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this is Cole, uh from Eagle View Imaging. We are from Metro Detroit area. We are in Troy, Michigan. So um, I am a neuroscientist and also medical imager. I develop advanced medical imaging technology, particularly for the brain. I have a collaboration with the neurosurgeons. I observe their surgeries all the time. So when I observe the surgery, I see what is going on. So as you as you mentioned that it's a very tough and intensive process, it's very difficult. Anywhere you touch is it, very important. But what amazed me is that, you know, um, at one hand, after surgery, let's say if you have tumor you know, after tumor, uh, after you know tumor surgery, you know more or less you would have all kinds of different, different complications that mm-hmm. people thought it's just normal. But in the research field, we know that the technology, particularly imaging technology, is getting so advanced. So the surgeons and the new surgeons, they deserve they deserve much better technology to help them for the to help the patient's outcome. That's why we get there. So we collaborate with them every day. So and what we see is that two areas. One area that for the planning stage, as you mentioned, that um so currently. Amazing, the doctors are using 2D images to try to imagine what a 3D shape looks like. That's what they're doing right now. So to imagine the 3D shape is very difficult because the third, because you know, the tumors are very irregular. Uh, it's very difficult to imagine the 3D relationship. Sure. That's one area. Another area is that once they open the skull, they largely see the brain tissue, the old soft tissue. Our skull never be able to, you know, and um, never be able to mark up, you know, these languages. Sure. That's a motor and, a and, motor
0: region. And yeah. and so this works by you just put the glasses on and you're able to see this 3D image of of wh- whatever it is you're looking at the brain, the heart, wherever the scan comes from. In terms of the application here, um, Wei Dong, how important is this technology in the hands of experienced surgeons? and 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 how does that change the the potential not only the diagnosis process but then eventually um you know a a, a more positive outcome on some serious surgeries
3: yeah i think there's a three part one part is uh, i think Brian just mentioned the the more in the advance before the surgery if the patient knows more about how complicated what's the process what's the structure you do the surgery they have more confidence of, you know, relief, right, yeah. to know what the things. A second one for a lot of residency, they're young doctors. This will help them once through yep. uh, the surgery virtually before they really do the surgery. They can practice several times. Unbelievable. So they build up a confidence. When they open up the brain, right, they can see, you know, they already have some confidence. They know the route, past the, the functional, where the functional path and that is, you know, for the
1: nerve. <laughs>
0: it's so incredibly important. Fellas, I'm up against it. I appreciate the time. It's incredible technology. Got to take a break.